welcome to Wine Road, the wine, when, and where of Northern Sonoma County. I'm your host, Marcy Gordon, with Beth Costa, Executive Director of the Wine Road. Today's show is sponsored by Ron Rubin Winery. Without their financial support, we would not be here recording today. They've come to our rescue and are sponsoring our podcast for the entire year. We encourage you to get to know them. Check out their website by visiting ronrubinwinery.com. Welcome to episode 161. Today, our guest is Jenna McDaniel, the tasting room manager at Peshmel Winery in Geyserville. Welcome, Jenna. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So was that your title, tasting room manager? Are you the hospitality director? Are you the direct consumer? I mean, there's so many titles. Let's make something fabulous up yeah, for you, you right now. What, what do you want to be? What do you want it to be? Princess of the tasting room. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, I'll take princess of the tasting room. I like but that too. That's good. <laughs> that's great. I'll have to redo my business card. I like that. Picture. Good plan. Yeah, pretty much everything. I mean, tasting manager, wine club manager, um, I mean, gosh, uh, DTC manager, uh, social media guru, janitor, you know, you name it. Well, that, (laughs) wait a minute, that's queen of the tasting room. Once you're to the janitor level, that's... Yes, aiming high. That's I remember Stacy Rapinoli saying the same thing. Well, yes. I don't know. I clean the bathrooms. I'm not sure what my title is. <laughs> okay, but the highlight of having you here is that you brought this brut rosé uh, that is Syrah. Yeah, that's a good Amazing. way to start our day. Our first ever sparkling. So very exciting. It's 100% Syrah from the Ravino Vineyard up in Mendocino. But we've been waiting a long time for this. Uh, we made it from our 2018 Vin Rosé of Syrah. And uh, over at Rack and Riddle, uh, not too far from us. And I just feel like, you know, Peshmel, it's kind of a romantic brand. I mean, our wine club tiers are devoted, smitten, and flirtatious. Yeah, it's cute. Um, we're working on It's Complicated. That'll be the next tier. But it just <laughs> kind of went with the brand, and it took it's us quite a while to get it done. <laughs> I love this label. I know. It's, it's, it's so cute. And it's just... Like, perfect. It's, well, it's different from your wine label. Well, from your it is yeah. slightly different. We still wanted to make sure that it was true to our branding, um, but it definitely speaks to you, and you can tell that there's something bubbly, bubbly. in there. Bubbly, yeah. Right? We'll put a picture on our show notes, but it's so cute. It's with the little bubbles and then the logo up at the top bubble. Yeah. So this is definitely... Crack it open, go, Beth. Going home with me at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. More market research at the end of the show. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, super impressed with this wine. We just released it a few months ago, so I put it in the summer wine club selection. Oh, nice. Um, but, yeah, definitely more, you know, pink pearl apples, some underripe watermelon, candied citrus. Mm. It's not overly dry, but not overly sweet, so it's kind of right in the middle. So it's a happy Monday wine. That's a nice sweet spot so to speak because like when sometimes when they're super super dry you you miss some flavors yes so i i like how this has you know that balance and you get a little more fruit and flavor without being like bone dry mm-hmm. exactly i want i want you know bubbles not bone broth <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's well, to each their own but... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's priceless um I just love, um, I love that you sent it out in your wine club. I think that more and more people are having sparkling wines on a regular basis instead of, I mean, 20 years ago, you had sparkling on New Year's Eve and you had, you know, it's somebody's wedding, but now it's just, a, it's a regular, well, for me, it's a regular thing. It's an everyday. It's an everyday. Because it pairs well with everything. That's the thing, it pairs yes. with everything. 
It, it does. It does. It pairs with everything. Usually lower alcohol content as well, so right. it's a little bit more approachable. Right. You know, you can blend it with your orange juice in the morning, get the day started, um, you know, and it's recommended um, by doctors, so, uh, yeah. you know, it, it's well, yeah, important. There's that. Exactly. <laughs> Glad we brought that. <laughs> I know my doctor recommends it. <laughs> well, not to mention now we're all sanitizing our mouths, you know, yeah. so it's really important all the way around. I highly it's, recommend it. It's funny because I think originally we were brought up like a, a sh- um, bubbles or champagne right. are, are special occasion wines, right. but it's really not. It's become, I love how everyone makes, you know, more and more people are making it, but oh, it's, it is, yeah. it is, should be slotted into your everyday. I think that also the bottle feels intimidating to people somehow, Yes, but it's like, and it has that kind of celebratory kind of feeling to it. But I always keep, you know, a bottle or two of bubbles always in rotation in, in my refrigerator because it's, it's so parable. My. I know your refrigerator is like <laughs> I have just a bubble refrigerator. <laughs> you, you just ha- <laughs> and then of course there's one with food. you just have a wine fridge for your main refrigerator. <laughs> we keep the food in the garage, <laughs> but that isn't great. What aren't your wine club members going to be happy about that? Yes, okay. they're already extremely excited about it. Um, not to mention we do a lot of private events, including rehearsal dinners oh, at our tasting room. So right. it's kind of nice, you know, to start the celebration off with a bottle of sparkling. That tasting room is it really lends itself to a nice little event. We got that patio and. So it's, we should talk about where that is. Where yes. is that little tasting room? So it's right downtown Geyserville, uh, 2101 Geyserville downtown. Avenue. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's two blocks, so you really can't miss us. Um, but we're right next to uh, the brand new coffee shop, Fermata, um, next to the uh, fire uh, firehouse as well, and then across the street from the Geyserville Market. Um, literally, downtown Geyserville is made up of tasting rooms and restaurants. I mean, I don't know and what the else you need in the life. The antique store. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The Corner Ale Project. Yeah. You got I it. love Geyserville. I mean, I definitely can spend a day in Geyserville, which is, I mean, it is two blocks. But it's it's just she walks a, slowly. A, a yeah. little group of things. But there's so many great things right there in those two blocks. I think so. It's true. Yeah. I, like I said, I feel like you have everything that you need. Um, I think the only thing we're missing is a gas station. Um, but, you know, I mean, beggars can't be choosers. Right. So I'll take it. <laughs> Bring your electric vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. So we're right downtown. We're open every day, 11 to 6. Um, as you a, are open every day, seven days. Wow. Uh, yep. Every single day. people started changing that. Quite so good point is that people who are finding a lot of places are closed on Tuesday and Wednesday go to Geyserville. Yes. That's your day to visit. I would say one of our busiest days is actually Tuesday, surprisingly, and it's true because everybody else is closed. Right. Um, so we're able to um, to uh, absorb those consumers, which is really nice. So we're extremely busy on Tuesdays and, of course, throughout the weekends as well. You do have a cool spot. Marcy started talking about it, the, um, the, the little area in the back, the little patio, whatever it's called in the back. Yes. Cool. Yeah, the patio is completely private, which is great. We have a swamp cooler back there. So if it's really hot, like it has been recently, you can still sit outside comfortably, um, which definitely helps. Um, lights outside. And uh, now Diavola uh, Pizzeria in Salomaria actually delivers to us, which is great. So you can sit outside, have a tasting or a glass of wine, and we can actually order food How from ideal. Diavola and they'll bring it over to you. Um, it's amazing. That is golden. That you you don't need to leave. <laughs> it is literally the one stop. Yes, yes. How great is that? Yeah, it's wonderful. It's you know because of COVID, Diavola kind of transitioned to be able to um, cater to a lot of the tasting rooms downtown, That's which is smart. amazing. Well, it's like a smarter is, takeout. Yeah. yeah. Ugh, their food is unbelievable and slightly addicting. I'm running yeah. out of rubber <laughs> bands to hold my pants together. It's terrible. <laughs> They're right there. So yes, danger.
So, um, was this like your dream when I when I grow up, I'm going to work in a winery <laughs> and learn all about wine? You or know, how did you fall into this? It's interesting. My family are Hoffmans, so my family are actually from uh, from Geyserville. So Hoffman House, which is now the Geyserville Grill, um, owned by the Christiansons. That's where my mom was born and raised. So, oh my gosh! Okay, that's news to me. Yeah, yeah. What so they were history. prune farmers back in the day. Um, but my uncle was Chip Leith, who owned Leith Winery, which is off of Chianti. It used to be Silver Oak. I mean, not used to be after Leith. It was Silver Oak. Yeah. Exactly. You're correct. So I kind of grew up there. We grew up at stomp parties, roasting you know whole pigs in the ground. You know, drinking Dago Red. All the kids, what you know, diluted with water. Life. <laughs> oh my gosh. We'd ride our horses down to the river, you know, and uh, yeah, so I've always had a special place in my heart for Geyserville and for the wine country just in general. I mean, to me, the wine country is the definition of happiness. So why wouldn't you want to be a part of that and a part of the growth? I mean, you know, the wine definitely helps to go with that hand in hand with happiness. Yeah. Um, but for me, you know, wine was more of a lifestyle instead of a luxury. Right. Because it was kind of always a part of our family, a part of our family dinners and get togethers. But for me, you know, I grew up ice skating and riding horses. So I wanted to be an avid equestrian and, you know, and uh, buy and sell horses and make that my life and my business. When that became not necessarily realistic, I moved on uh, into wanting to become a CNA and worked as an in-home caregiver. Oh, my gosh. What a switch. A big switch. Yeah, because for me, I just I wanted to make people happy. I mean, that's that's really what I love to do. I love to put a smile on people's face. I love to take care of them. But when I realized that being an in-home caregiver was slightly depressing um, and not well, really the a, route I wanted sad. to go. I mean, it's hard. It's a hard road. Yeah, I went back to my roots, which, you know, happiness equals wine, right? <laughs> and the wine country. And so I decided to go ahead and just, you know, shoot out my resume to a few select wineries in the area and was offered a position at Marmar State off of Grayton Road in mm -hmm. Sebastopol. Yeah. Um, and this is back in 2012. And then I was offered the position to open and manage a tasting room for Marmar at the Barlow. Oh, yeah. So I was there for a few years, and then I met Bruce and Cheryl, and tasting room is Kitty Corner from my house. Which so is Bruce and Cheryl from Peshmal. Bruce and Cheryl, oh, yes. Bruce and Cheryl Lawton from Peshmal. And uh, yeah, and then I was offered the position with Peshmal, and I'd been a wine club member for quite a while and loved the wine. So that's how, kind of how you got to know them, being the wine club member? Exactly. That's, yeah. that's perfect. <laughs> yeah, you got it. You were it. a believer right out of the gate. Yeah. I was a believer. I loved the wine, and uh, especially we had a 2015 Ivy Rosé of Syrah that was absolutely incredible, and that's kind of where I fell in love with Peshmel and, um, and joined the wine club and then was offered the position, and I've been there for about seven years now. I love it. That's a journey. <laughs> yes, quite the journey. You got it. And you still live across the street? Yeah, walking distance. <laughs> not that I walk. I don't run for fun. I'm not one of those. I, I should, but uh, <laughs> I'm I'm working in that direction. Um, but yes, I, I it probably takes me about 13 seconds to drive to work. Um, so uh, so it's pretty amazing. I'm very That's lucky. That's hilarious. Yes. You could catapult yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I could. You are correct. Yes. Oh, my God. That that's sounds priceless. perfect. Yeah. So when people come to visit uh, the, the tasting room, what, what kind of – are there experiences? What's the lay of the land, so to speak, when people visit? Yeah. So as of now, um, reservations are not required. They're just recommended so we can staff accordingly, prepare as needed. So right now we offer our classic tasting, which is um, a selection of five different wines from our current release – 
current releases. And then we also have our reserve tasting as well. Um, you also can choose five different wines that are out of our black label portfolio, um, which are wine club exclusive. Mm. So the classic tasting is $15. The reserve tasting is $25. Of course, you can add whatever you'd like as far as Diavola is concerned. And you literally just pay for the food. Um, you know, you don't really pay for anything else except right. for the food and the tasting. And uh, yes, yeah, so we have everything from Sauvignon Blanc. We have two Sauvignon Blancs, actually. We have two different rosés as well. Not to mention, of course, our Brut Rosé of Syrah which we were just talking about. Which I'm going to finish later, <laughs> yes. if I have to. <laughs> um, we have a brand new Viognier on the menu as well. Ooh, nice. Uh, stainless steel Chardonnay. We Ooh, have Carignan, two different Pinot Noirs. Oh. Cab Franc, 100% Cab Franc, and even Cabernet Sauvignon as well. Um, and, of course, Zinfandel. So we have quite the portfolio, that's for sure. You'll have that's to bring me a bottle of that Cab Franc that's because a we're great doing array. a varietal of the month in... November. Marcy does the reviews for our varietal of the month every month. Cab Franc's on the list, I think, it's for on November. The docket. So bring me yeah. a bottle. Wonderful. Yes, I definitely will. Definitely will. I love that. I love that you can come in, you can get some food, and you can <laughs> hang out in that beautiful patio. And so many great wines that are so parable. Yes. So growing up as you did, which is priceless to me, I mean, all news to me. So because um, <laughs> I've known Jenna's mom for, I don't know, ever. Our kids, well, Jenna and my kids uh, went to elementary school together. Yes. We go way back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hard for me to imagine. <laughs> You're like a pioneer I've here, I haven't Beth. gotten older, but You're, somehow these children have all pioneer. grown up. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> I don't know how that happens. <laughs> uh, but is but there... isn't that cool that you have that kind of connection with so many people that we work with, that you yeah, know their funny. kids, you know their family? It's yeah. like, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's not beautiful is at this point in my age, I can't all necessarily can't remember, remember it all. <laughs> it's like you seem so familiar. <laughs> Never mind. Oh, well, I don't care anymore, so it works out. <laughs> I used to think, oh, no, I should remember. Now I'm like, nah, don't remember. Yeah. But is there, growing up how you did, some memorable, incredibly memorable wine you tasted or a, or a night where just the white, right wine, the right group of people, the right something that like, ah, oh, lasting impression? Well, you know, it's funny. This actually happened to me, gosh, what was this, maybe four years ago. So I was proposed to with a bottle of what we call Linea. This is actually before it was even released. So it's a Solera blend of Cabernet Sauvignon. So it's essentially the um, lineage of Cabernet. Out at uh, Bruce and Cheryl, the owner of Peshmel's um, property, which is out Dry Creek Road, so eventually we'll have a cave under the hill, um, hence Peshmel means cave under the hill. Oh, mm-hmm. I always wondered. So there's a, about, gosh, over 300-year-old oak tree out there. and my wow. <laughs> says that so casually. <laughs> right, no big deal. It's probably actually one of the oldest in Dry Creek, but it's so big that it's kind of grown up and wrapped around, so it's more like a tree cave. But my husband now, uh, he proposed to me there with that bottle and with the dictator pizza from Diabola. If you don't know what I'm talking about, <laughs> you have to get this pizza. It's a marinated short rib pizza with kimchi, jalapenos, QP uh, mayo, and a Korean barbecue sauce. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. And there is nothing like this pizza. So he knew how much I love this pizza. And just some uh, words of advice, like everybody should propose with a pizza. But he yeah. was sealed you know? the deal. Like there was no turning back. That is so funny. Exactly. I there was no it. turning back. So we had a poem, which was nice. But hey, the wine and the pizza, 
that's what's the most memorable. I mean, you you know, you can't beat it. Um, so we were able to sit under the tree and, uh, you know, kind of be a part of the Peshmel story as well, being on the Peshmel property. And I um, actually met my husband at Peshmel, so it just oh. kind of went hand in what? hand. Um, but yes, with that dictator pizza, something about just the marriage of the wine and the pizza, it was absolutely incredible. Um, that was something I will never forget. That's beautiful. What a story. That is a good story. It's <laughs> like he knew what you, like your kryptonite. You yes. cannot resist. Your kryptonite. <laughs> So you mentioned the um, Peshmel meaning something, the cave? cave? Cave under the hill. So it's in the Occitan language from France. So um, it's the language that France spoke before it was actually France. So our owners, Bruce and Cheryl, they were visiting the Peshmel Caves in the Lot Valley, which is in the south of France. This is back in, gosh, early 2007. Um, they fell in love with the area, the concept, the history, and not to mention Bruce is an engineer. And so he actually builds uh, cut-and-cover precast uh, concrete wine caves. He actually uh, finished Jay Rickard's cave um, quite a few years back. So the idea is that we will have a cave put under the hill on our property out Dry Creek Road. Mm-hmm. And we will have capacity for about 30,000 cases. Granted, now we make between five and 6,000, and we'll probably stick around that size, I would say. But we'll open it up to custom crush clients to come in and use the facility to produce their own wine. And they can also use our uh, satellite tasting room in downtown Geyserville as their outlet. So I know um, we have Wine and Food Affair next weekend. And I think that in the program, Bruce was going to be talking at one point during that weekend about building a cave. Yes. So now it all makes sense to me. <laughs> <Now it all laughs> when makes I read sense. it, you know, two months ago, I think, what? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So he's an engineer. He owns a company called National Span. Um, he also builds uh, bridges as well. But he is a farm boy from Ohio, from Barlow, Ohio. And uh, and grew up on a farm and uh, just fell in love with wine and is an engineer. He can fix anything. It's amazing. And so I think he's really excited about sharing, you know, how to build a cave because everybody needs a wine cave. Yeah, I know. Christmas is coming. So <laughs> I know I need one. <laughs> I would like a cave. We did a um, big wine event at, in um, Cleveland, Ohio, a few years ago at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It was super fun. And I know Bruce was in his glory being in Ohio. It was fun. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Time for our Fast Five. And who do we have on the line now? Hi, this is Liz Pembroke. I think you guys know me. I do your graphic design at Wine Road. Yes, I'm so excited, Liz. Thanks for calling in this morning. Yeah. What's your Fast Five, Liz? No problem. Um, It's a wonderful recipe. Um, I call it baked ricotta with honey appetizer. Hmm. So, tell us, Liz, what are these five ingredients for your recipe? Fresh ricotta, olive oil, Meyer lemon peel, honey, and sea salt. Okay, that sounds sounds perfect. Sounds good. So, how do you put all this together? Um, Well, it's an uh, appetizer. So, you grease a muffin tin with olive oil and fill it with the ricotta. You bake it at 375 for 15 to 17 minutes. Let it cool briefly and flip it onto a parchment-lined baking sheet. Mm -hmm. Once on that sheet, drizzle it with olive oil and season it with salt and freshly ground pepper. And then top it with the lemon peel. 
That put sounds it back amazing. Yeah, it sounds really good. Put it back in the oven for another 10 to 12 minutes or until it, it gets golden brown around the edges. And take it out of the oven, drizzle it with honey, and I serve it with rustic bakery crackers. Oh, my gosh. I hope let's have some of that on your porch someday. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it sounds good. And do you want to know what I pair it with? Yes. Um, my favorite, Lambert Bridge Blanc to Blanc sparkling which oh. is hard to get but it's worth it if you can if you can find it oh my gosh that sounds amazing that sounds like a perfect little item to have on the porch i'm gonna go back to having it on your porch liz I, I, yeah <laughs> all right anytime you let me you, you girls let me know when you want to do it <laughs> all right that's awesome thank thanks you for so calling much in. thanks talk bye. to you later bye-bye Okay, let's see. Uh, is there anything pressing that I need to talk about? I've lost track. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the best way to contact you to make a reservation or come in through the website or should they call? And what's the preferred mode? So we are actually on uh, Talk, um, which okay. is a reservation platform. So people can definitely make a reservation there. Otherwise, I do recommend calling. Um, pretty much if you call or email any extension that you dial, any email that you send, you're probably going to get me. And so um, that's probably what I recommend. Um, again, though, otherwise you can definitely use Talk or reservation platform. Okay, and a link to that is through the website. Exactly. All right. You got it. You got it. All right. So I'll put that in the show notes. Okay. So I'm going to wrap up and say that Wine and Food Affair is next weekend, November 4th and 5th, uh, but ticket sales do end Monday, um, October 31st. So before you take your children out trick-or-treating, make sure you've ordered your tickets for Wine and Food Affair. There will be no (laughs) tickets at the door. And then... Uh, I haven't done this for a while, but before we sign off, I do want to mention that uh, Ron Rubin Winery is the sponsor of this show, and we would not be on the air without that support. So I highly suggest that you do yourself a favor and you go on to ronrubinwinery.com. I have to say that slowly because it's hard to, Marcy can attest, it's hard to say. It's <laughs> a like tongue twister Ron in the Rubin morning. Winery fast. Uh, so ronrubinwinery.com and uh, order yourself a bottle or two of their wine to sip at home. Personally, I have enjoyed their Russian Valley Chardonnay and their Russian Valley Pinot Noir probably more times than I, <laughs> but it's delicious. So um, it would be really awesome if our listeners would show them a little love at the winery for uh, supporting our podcast. All right. That's all I got. So Jenna, thanks so much. I love, love, love your proposal story. I mean, yeah. who doesn't doesn't get anybody to the dictator pizza <laughs> and the I wine? Know. I mean, was I there a ring? You know, yes. As you a forgot bonus. about, was yes, there a no, ring there, too? There was. The, the ring and like, like I, I said, the, the, the three-page three poem. It paled in know. comparison. <laughs> yes, there was all of that. But um, hey, the pizza, the wine, again, advice for everybody. Make sure you propose with a pizza. You know? I love that. It's <laughs> round. It's kind of like a ring. So. It's a, right. It's all in there. Thank you so much for coming, Jen. I love hearing your story. We'll put in the show notes the link to the winery and how to get there, how to buy this wine, how to order the Brut Rosé de Syrah that we were enjoying, this beautiful bubbles. And we'll see you on the wine route. Wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. It was fun. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.